It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm going to wake up and pray. I'm Dr. Faye, your host and facilitator for this prayer time. So glad to see you this morning. Good morning, elect ladies. Good morning, everyone in the conference room. As we begin to band together in corporate prayer this morning, and also to hear what the Spirit is saying. And we don't call this a prophetic hour or anything like that. We don't give it that label for good reason is that people chase prophecy instead of chasing him. And they're always looking for somebody to read their lives. We're looking for, you know, somebody to tell them what God is saying for them. When what we teach is to get in the word, (laughs) hear the Father's voice, know that Christ is in you. We point people to him, not to prophecy. And though prophecy happens, but it's not by our, you know, just forcing it because people expect it. And I need to be there. Go to services, and people expect me to prophesy, and that's what they brought me in for, to prophesy to the people. I got out of that rat race. I really did. God delivered me out of that rat race. You know, a feeling that I had to prophesy to somebody just because they couldn't hear God. But to teach people about understanding how important it is to have a relationship with the Lord themselves and to be able to hear your father's voice. What is it if there's uh, three kids and they all have the same father, they all have the same dad, and it's one kid that never, ever goes to talk to the dad, never goes to talk to dad because they don't feel that their voice will be heard. The other kids will think, well, that's silly. He hears me. He hears this one. Why wouldn't he hear you? Well, if he hears me, then maybe he won't talk back to me. Why wouldn't he speak back to you? He's speaking back to his other kids. (laughs) And if God is speaking to one person, God will speak to you. If God can talk to me, as he does, he wills to speak to every one of his children. He said, no more shall they ask every man and every man his neighbor, saying, know the Lord, for they all shall know me from the least to the greatest. I'm not saying that prophecy is evil, but I am saying that it's been abused and misused. Okay? So let's get back on course. Let's get back in the Word. Yes, amen. Let's get back in the Word. Let's get back in the flow of every one of God's children hearing His voice and a stranger's voice we will not follow. After all, that's what kingdom culture brings, the ability to hear the Father's voice and not another, be led of His Spirit and not another, be able to talk to the Father And the Father will talk back to you. Amen. Let's get in here and do some devil damage. Shut up. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to be in this place, in this space, in this virtual prayer room this morning, armed and ready. For you said that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We know we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against those principalities and against those powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. We thank you, Lord God, that we come armed and ready. Father God, understanding that we've got the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith. We thank you, Father, for the breastplate of righteousness. We thank you, Lord God, that we are armed and ready and that our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And we've got a ready mind to speak the word of God, and we've got a ready mind to pray the will of God. We've got a ready mind to declare and decree from a holy place because we are a people who come emptying out before you, surrendering all that we are, asking you to forgive us because we know if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You're faithful and just to cast out every unclean thing. You're faithful and just to give us a new beginning every day. You're faithful and just to make us whole. And we will be made whole. That's our will, to be made whole. Nothing missing and nothing broken because of the finished works of Jesus. We thank you this morning, Heavenly Father, because you are a resident, Father, that you live on the inside of us that as we turn to you with a heart after you, panting after you, as the deer panted after the water brook, so long and pants our heart after you. Lord God, you, you give us food when we're hungry, even spiritual food, and if you fill us up to the full, to the overflow, you give us water when we thirst and that we thirst no more. We thank you for the abundance of your presence, the abundance of your grace, the abundance of your mercy. We thank you that you are a never-ending, unfailing, uncompromising Father. Lord God, that you are the Father who never left the house. That when you moved in, you stayed home. And you never left us and you never forsook us. Father, you are with us always, even to the end of the world. We thank you today that we get to be in the presence of the Lord in this place. We thank you for moving mountains and changing situations, even while we're in here praying collectively and corporately and allowing the anointing of God to step in and take over and move all the barriers out of our way. We thank you, Lord God, that even self-imposed barriers and saboteurs that we set up, Lord God, that you would teach us better. Teach us to walk better, to do better, to know you better. Lord God, that we will keep our eyes stayed on you. You are the main thing. You are the main attraction, Lord. No disrespect with the word thing, but you are the main attraction. All eyes on Jesus. All eyes on Jesus. All eyes on Jesus. All eyes on Jesus. We praise you right now. Lord, that you will think through my mind and speak through my vocal cords the unadulterated, uncompromising word, revelatory word of our almighty God. We thank you for the manifestation of your healing power flowing in the atmosphere right now that bodies that were feeling aches and pains will 
be revived right now, rejuvenated, thriving and not striving. No more struggles with getting out of bed. Lord, I thank you that the same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in us will also quicken, make alive these mortal bodies. Thank you for speaking to the muscles, the bones, the ligaments, the tendons, the heart, the ventricles, the arteries, the blood vessels and veins. Ooh, yes, 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 and yes. The liver, the colon, the stomach, female organs, ovaries, uterus area, male prostate, yes, God, pancreas, bladder, gallbladder, thyroid, Yes, Lord, whole kidneys, spleen, spine, and vertebra, all whole in the name of Jesus, hair on our heads, teeth, tongue, gums. Yes, Lord, the vocal cords, the auditory sensors, bless, thank you, Lord. Our eyes and everything that's affected and, and, and attached to the eyes, we thank you right now, Lord God, the left and right brain. Thank you for wholeness, Father, healing throughout these bodies, wholeness, wholeness, wholeness in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. But when we speak your name, Lord, all of heaven recognizes that name and angels hearken to the voice of the word. And all of hell backs off because they're not seeing us. They don't see faith. They see you, Jesus. So in your name, in your stead, I speak in the name of Jesus. And all of hell sees you and must obey. We thank you right now, Lord, for teaching us, ministering to us, the word of the living God. And we give you praise for that right now. In Jesus' name. I just want to open the scripture up for just briefly to share a familiar passage, actually, that most of us already know. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Holla. Yeah, holla. Good morning. Yeah, I guess. Okay. And it is in Psalms. That's what, you know, was on, in, on my mind this morning uh, to read to you guys. And I know you can read for yourself, but, you know, we're all here together, so we may as well share in this, this moment of meditation as a corporate body. And then you have your own personal time with God. I know you do. But I thank God that you have the wisdom to come into a corporate body in the morning so that, Man, it jumpstarts your day, doesn't it? Like the batteries, boom, jumpstarts your day. Ooh, I don't need these. I almost made it too bright. Anyway, let's read it. Psalms 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. When I read the word blessed, I'm always thinking, okay, that's, that's my cue that the way to blessings is to do this next thing, whatever God is saying. That's what I need to do. So he said that I am blessed when I am not staying in the path of 
people who are not serving him. I'm not walking in that way. Do you know you cannot walk with everybody? And you call it love. Some people call it love, not you, you know, other people. Call it love that you're sitting with people just because of business or because of whatever reason. You think you're com- you're compromising who you are on the inside to be with those people or that person. Your blessings are not housed there. And any place where your blessings are not housed, you need to exodus. Yes, yes, and yes. Israel's promise was not in Egypt. Israel's promise was in mobilization, in getting up, in moving, in being mobile. Their promise was in the promised land. And they could not enter from where they were. They had to have a shift. And the shift came through God calling Moses to lead them out. And many of them came out physically, but their minds were still in Egypt. Their hearts were still there. Such as it, such as it is in today's spiritual marketplace, where many people come to church, but the church didn't come to them. Their hearts are not filled with God, not filled with the Word, not filled with the presence of God. They continue to walk as robots into buildings all over the world on Sunday morning to say that I am going to worship the Lord. Mm-hmm. Hey. How sad would it be if, for me if I had to wait until a door opened, a building, a brick-and-mortar door opened for me to go in to worship the Lord. I thank God that I get to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth from wherever I am, whether I'm in my car, whether I'm in in my office, wherever I am, I can worship him. Because worship him means to reverence and honor his presence from wherever you are because he is right there. So he says, I'm blessed if I'm not walking in the counsel of the ungodly. How many of us turn on television and we turn on the media and we're being dictated by the news? What going what what going on? I really think what is going on in Washington DC? What is going on in the world? Good morning. What is going on in 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 DC rather than being dictated by what's going on in the word? So Father is saying, I'm speaking to you because I want you to get this kingdom culture in such a way that you can unplug from the world. You're in it, but not of it. CNN does not direct my steps. Fox News, no, no, I respect the work. I respect the news. I respect everybody who's in the media. God knows I respect the work. But here's the thing. That's not the news for kingdom culture people. Kingdom culture people are led by the spirit of the living God. Our news is written upon the tables of our heart. As we read his book, the Holy Spirit revelates it to us, and we'll begin to hear the Father's voice from that place, so we're no longer governed by what's on the news. We're now governed by the gospel, the good news. What is the Father saying to us? In ancient times, the the, the kings would send for the 
the priest or would send for the prophet. Why? Because those kings knew that they could not govern without the voice of God in the courts. They knew that they needed a man of God to come with a word to speak into their lives, to give them navigational uh, uh, I, to give them navigational uh, uh, control, to help them to understand which way to go. Because if they didn't, they understood if they didn't know that the enemy was setting an ambushment for them, they would be destroyed. They would be destroyed. And so what God does in this hour, he begins to show us by the Spirit what he is teaching us through his word so that we can be led of his Spirit, not of the next prophet that comes in town. Well, a prophet told me 10 years ago, well, you know what, you're holding on to the wrong thing. You hold on to what he's speaking to your heart. You hold on to reading his word. Now, I don't know. People get offended when you tell them the truth, but yet they tell, say, I want to hear the truth. And Jesus said we would know the truth, and the truth would liberate us. It will make us free. So when we begin to hear his truth, we'll no longer be bound by the things and the thoughts of the world. We'll be uh, attentive to what the Spirit of God is saying to us. You know, God loves you, regardless of who you are and where you come from. You may not even believe in him, but he still loves you. Isn't that something? That he loves you even in spite of your attitude, even in spite of the fact that you don't know him, you don't love him, you don't want to hear anything about him. He's still loving on you and caring about you and want to do you good and want to make you happy. Even though you're miserable living where you are and doing what you're doing, God still wants to make you happy, and he still wants to love you in spite of you. Those kings in ancient times, they trusted the prophet and the priest to be able to hear from God so that they could be led in the right direction. But in this new covenant relationship that we now have with the Lord, he said, no more shall they ask every man and every man his neighbor saying, know the Lord, for they all shall know me from the least to the greatest. You, sir who don't believe in what we're doing and don't believe in the word of God, you can know him. You, ma'am, who have just given up on God and decided that you're just going to live life and take it like it comes and whatever will be, be. let me tell you something. He still loves you. And with loving kindness, he's still drawing you right now. Regardless of your culture, regardless of your belief system, regardless of how you were raised, Regardless of how much how angry you are right now and how much hate is spewing through you, God loves you. He loves you so much that over 2,000 years ago, he saw this day in your life and sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for you. That God so loved you, whatever your name is, he so loved you that he gave himself for you. Now, I'm going to say some things that some Christians, some religious people, some zealots (laughs) will be offended in. But let me tell you this. God loves terrorists. He doesn't love what they do. God loves murderers. He doesn't love murdering. God loves the thief and the liar, but he doesn't love thieving and lying people. He doesn't love the thief, the, the stealing and the lying. He loves the person. My God, and he can change anybody anytime he wants to. And he'll never, ever give up on you, even when you, you have given up on yourself. God 
loves people. And we need to get past it. Because many of us want to think that we're superior because and think that we're better than other people. But we're not. Through the eyes of love, God sees all of us, loving each of us to the full, to the overflow. And why don't you open your heart up and let him love on you today? Some people that have attitudes, and you've been, you've been fellowshipping with people who have attitudes. You, it's, it's, it's like what my grandmother used to say, the birds of a feather flock together. People just gravitate to each other. That, you know, you, even people go to, go to certain churches because the spirit of that house is in them. They say, oh, yeah, I like this pastor, but then he's an adulterer, you know. The man is living another life or the woman is living another life, and people go because there's something on the inside of us that resonates with whatever else that is. You can't stay if it's not. You can't stay there. But when we begin, oh, my Lord, when we begin to follow the path of kingdom culture and begin to... Seek him out with every fiber of our being. Ladies and gentlemen, he will change our world. And he will also change the way we see him. God loves everybody. And I'm going to tell you, he'll keep on loving. And he'll keep on forgiving. And he'll keep on changing. And he'll keep on moving us until we all begin to grow up, those of us who will. You know, you and I know not everybody is going to grow up. Not everybody is going to be born again. But aren't you glad you are? <laughs> aren't you glad you are? And wouldn't and shouldn't we want every, this, what we have, we want it for everyone. We want it for everyone. The reason I can sit here in front of this camera and see all this stuff that comes up, thank God for the block button. <laughs> so some of these people are not leaving, they're being put out. Because we are here to give God the praise, to give God the glory, to give God the honor, and to escort people into his presence who are hungry and thirsty for him. And regardless of the numbers, we're here for the quality. Amen. You can have a whole bunch of nothing. Oh, but when you get the cream of the crop, you'll be a Gideon's army that can change the world. And you think one person can't make a difference? When you start walking in the blessings of God, when you start walking in his presence, you'll find yourself making a difference regardless of where you are in the world. You can make a difference in your community. You can make a difference right where you are. Let the presence and the glory of God begin to move through you right now. He wants to bless you because you've learned how to fellowship and walk in his presence. You've learned how to hear his voice in a stranger you don't follow. You learn to be a beacon of light in the midst of darkness. And you're no longer caught up in all of the things that are going on in the world. You're being raptured by him at the heart level, that your heart is being changed. 
You are being challenged to be changed, and you're moving into new dynamics. The one who is blessed is delight, delights himself in the law of the Lord, and in his law that he's med- does he meditate day and night. You are meditating on this word. You are meditating on his precepts. You are meditating upon his voice. You are wanting to grow up. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in his season. His leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he does will prosper. Now that is really good, isn't it? That whatever you do will have the Midas touch. You will have the Midas touch, and when you have the Midas touch, you will be able to be blessed in anything that your hands find to do. That's what he promised. You'll be able to be blessed. You'll be able to be, you'll be moving in a whole new dimension. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You'll be moving. And nothing will stop you. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing will stop you. Because the glory of the Lord is greater than anything at any one. Yes, he is. He's greater. Amen. If you have a prayer request, you can go ahead and drop your prayer request in the box, the comment box. And the prayer request must be in alignment with reality, (laughs) with God. And so those of you who are in here, you can drop your prayer request in the comment box. And those of you who are in our conference room, feel free to uh, star six. That's how you do that. And somebody asked me, how do you talk to you in the morning? I called, but I couldn't talk to you. I couldn't. I didn't know what to do. Star six. You star six, and we'll see you in queue and uh, allow you to share your prayer request. I want to keep in mind that there are some people who ask for prayer who are traveling. Thank you, ma'am. Who ask for prayer and are traveling uh, this morning. And I know that um, our sister, Vinay, she's traveling to um, a trial, the first trial of one of the four murderers of her son. Yeah, so she's traveling, and we're keeping her covered over the next, I think, think the trial is tomorrow, as far as I know. That's still on the docket. And also other people who are traveling, we're praying for them and keeping them covered. And you may think, well, that's no big deal. I'm, you know, I've got this big issue here, and it's not a traveling issue. It is another problem. Well, then put it in the comment box, and we'll pray for you too. Those of you who are praying for, for your loved ones who and you want them born again, don't you give up, cave in, and quit. You begin to see them as the person you want them to be. You begin to see them for who they are in the spirit and not for where where they appear in the flesh. Call those things that be not as though they were. Really and truly it works. 
some people have gotten weary of doing that and think, you know what, it's not going to happen. No. You visualize that person being totally transformed by the power of God. There was a member in my family, I thought, you know what, God, I don't think they're ever going to change. I don't think they're ever going to change. I think they're just going to die a heathen. But God spoke to my heart and softened my heart. It's to say, I can change anybody. And then he reminded me of all the people that he's changed, that he's changed me. Sometimes we think that our sins were better than other people's sins, right? You know, we have this hierarchy of sins. This is a bad sin. This is the worst. No, that's law. That's law for sure. But life, life is something else. God loves us. Each of you, he loves you. He loves your family. He loves your community. And he has his mind on you today. So if you have a prayer request, you can drop it in the box. If not, I'm going to do a benedictory prayer this morning. And we pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to minister to you throughout the day and that your lives will be forever changed because of the presence and power of God, that you joined in today corporately and that he will just ignite you and keep you ablaze as throughout your day. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. You gave us this day. We give it back to you. We thank you for increasing us more and more. We thank you for changing us from the inside out. Father, we can't do this life without you. But we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We thank you for the precious Holy Spirit moving in the Oval Office, moving on the President, his Cabinet, on Congress, on the United Nations, on every leader around the world. We pray for nations. Lord God, that your presence would take a hold of all the leaders. Lord God, let them hear your voice and a stranger's not to follow. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit would take over this environment and that every person who comes in here will come in hungry and wanting to hear the word of the Lord. We praise you right now, Father God, that as you've ordered this day, that you'll order our steps. We want to hear you. And anyone, Father, who's never heard the name of you, Jesus, they knew about it, but they never really heard. And when they hear, Father God, their lives will be changed. I thank you for the manifestation of divine health. Thank you for the overflow in the lives of people everywhere that are in this room. Lord, I thank you for pastors and leaders and bishops and apostles. I thank you for every man and every woman who's teaching the gospel. Lord, I thank you that their hearts will be turned toward you in such a way that they'll never, ever compromise for popularity, for power, for money. That they will keep the main thing, the main thing. We're calling all pastors and spiritual leaders back to the altar. For this 
is the beginning of kingdom culture. Amen. That's right. Having the mind of God, the mind of Christ, and speaking his truth, thinking his thoughts, and living from that place of kingdom culture. It's a whole different culture. And it's not what we've been taught. It's what we have been brought up in, in the kingdom of God, as born-again believers. Amen. Thank God for that. Nicodemus inquired of Jesus, and he said, you must, Jesus told him, you must be born again. You've got to come into another culture. You've got to have a new DNA, DNA, a new DNA. Amen and amen. I want to show you something. We haven't released it yet, but I still want to show it to you so that, you know, you can have it on your mind. I picked it up, and I got lost in reading this. I mean, just really reading it. And it was such a blessing to me. I forgot for a moment that God led me to write it. And it's called Our Father's kind of shiny, glossy there, because I wanted the glossy cover. But it's called Our Father's DNA. And so over the next few weeks, we'll be talking a lot about this. And not so much for the sale of the book as it is for the content. It was a long time coming. I mean a long time. A word I preached years ago, and it took, wow, yeah, a year, a year to write it. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your prayers and your support. I appreciate you. You'll find that I am a body of Christ person. I, I totally believe in the body of Christ, that we all are one, and that you are just as valuable as I am or anyone else. You are. You are. I know you've not been treated that way because you're so used to sitting in the back of the church, but you are valuable. You have worth. When I know that the same Savior who died for me died for you too, who am I to categorically deny you any, anything or any access to the same thing, to not teach you the whole truth, to say something other than what God has said? Thank you. Yeah. That's right. Actually, that's Facebook.com, for, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Dr. Faye Live for Bible study tonight at 9 p.m. East Coast time. I forgot it was Wednesday. Every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. there's Bible study, and we have church on Sunday at 11, same place, 11 a.m. East Coast time. And don't forget this Friday night. Oh, I don't have his book with me, but I posted it on my Facebook page. Um, Focus Driven Lifestyle by Lyman Montgomery. Beautiful word. Beautiful word. We'll be on Empower Me Now at 6 p.m. this Friday. 
And this morning, yes, that's at blogtalkradio.com slash Dr. Faye. So somebody can post that. And also, don't forget, yeah, yeah, he is doing some amazing things. Don't forget that this morning at 8 a.m. Central Time, we are on K-Day Live uh, with Jackie Holiday. And launching the end of the month, I will be one of the um, featured guest speakers um, for 100 broadcasts and syndicated radio for America Out Loud and Malcolm Out Loud. I've been invited to participate in that um, broadcast. So it's going to be great. We'll keep you posted on our whereabouts and trusting God for you to support. Listen, uh, we have a ebook for you. And last night, the website, we're having to fix it this morning. So, But remember, churchgirlmarketing.com. Um, you go there now. There's some there's some things that are that need to be fixed. So, but keep it. Write it down. Put it on your phone. Save it so that you can go back later and pick up the book. I am the Lord who heals. You don't realize how important that is. You may feel good right now. I believe in prevention. Go ahead and speak healing over your body now. Go ahead and walk in divine health now. Don't wait until you get something happens. Go ahead and do it now. Amen. So God bless each of you for being here. It's been wonderful to be a part of the corporate body this morning. Thank you for hearing the word of God. Go and be empowered in Jesus' name. God bless you, and don't forget, he gave us this day. Now let's give it back to him. And be blessed. Stay in your lane. Stay in the word. Stay in his presence. And be mindful that he's in the house the father who never left home. Thank God for kingdom culture. And we're going to continue to grow in this. However Holy Spirit wants to bring it, we'll flow with him. What else can we do? Amen. Until next time, this is Dr. Faith. Thank you. Thank you. 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 And you in the conference room for joining me for another Wake Up and Pray. See ya. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.